This episode is sponsored by Flex Social Agency. everyone it's a legit list for 2018 2018 is a wrap we are literally days away from the ball dropping so let's what, what better way to bring in the year than wrapping up our officially legit year yes 2018 was how would you describe 2018 in one word or three words three words um, whatever i have one word but how many words you can use it how many words you want. Crazy, cringe, and fast. Fast? Do you think this year was yeah. fast? It went by so quick. It's crazy. Um, this year... Okay, well... No. I think this year was a lifetime. <laughs> I think... For me... Alright. I'm gonna get a little cheesy. Just really quick. But this year, I would describe in one word as growth. Went through a lot of growing pains this year. And so I think that's why it made me feel, it feels really long. Um, but it's over, basically. And 2019 is going to be great. <laughs> and everyone right. says that. I'm going to knock on wood for that. Knock on wood. But um, before we get into 2018, we want to recap some of our favorite things about this past year. Things that will be making it, things have made it onto the legit list. So we have a bunch of categories here. Um, should I run through them or should they be surprises throughout the... No, I think we should leave it as surprises. All right, well, little What do surprises. we have, like, like 10 categories, 9 categories? We have, like we have 9 categories. 9 categories. So, all right, buckle up, people. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> le- getting into the legit list now. So, the first one that we want to talk about is our favorite music from this year. All stuff came out and... It's kind of hard, but I went to my I went to my Spotify 2018 playlist because I was like, duh, let's check out the songs that I listen to the most, which is the playlist is pretty accurate, but the whole like quiz thingy that you take and then the results in there, I don't think that's true, but <laughs> the playlist was pretty good. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to say one and I think you, sh- you should say one. Go All back right, cool. and forth. All right. Um... I'm going to say, <laughs> I don't know if I should do the one that I know is going to be on your list, but Wasted Times by The Weeknd. Wasted Times, I spent with someone else. That's actually not on my list. It's not on your list, really? It's not on my list. No. Oh my gosh, but it's such an important. That's a good one. It that would, that would be like, like an extra, if I were to have one more, I probably would have added that one. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I actually have more than five. <laughs> but, all right, keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Um, all right, so we're doing songs, not albums, right? We're just doing everything. Oh, okay, so I guess I started in, or- in order. Um, My Dear Melancholy, the whole album. Perfect, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, to me, it was an important, important song, I guess, slash album, because, as I said before, The weekend is getting back to his sultry side, his sad, sultry side, and it's great. That never left. 
Okay. <laughs> if you want to hear us argue about the weekend, please refer to our previous episode, um, Bobber Flop. All right, next one. These are actually, I don't want to say it's too, uh, the whole album because it's really just certain songs, but nice for what in, in my feelings. Gotta be nice for what to these niggas, I understand. Kiki, do you love me? By Drake. Oh, that album was trash, but those are good songs. Those two well, songs. One, one of those songs are good. Those two, those, uh, which one do you not like? I, I wasn't a fan of Nice For What. I thought, like, oh, the, what? The, the video rollout was cool, but the song itself was not. Okay, whatever. But I think those songs were important to pop culture, so. <laughs> really? The, yeah, everyone, it was, oh my gosh, whatever. Well, this is not a bop or flop <laughs> segment. What are your favorite songs? Next one for you. Um. Okay. Uh, since we're doing Drake, I would say Jaded. Mm. Okay. So, what did you think of that whole album? The album was just garbage. It was also like twenty-seven songs. You know what I mean? So, like, it only had like maybe seven or eight good songs on there. So, like, as an entire album, it didn't make my top album list, but. It uh it has it has some <clears throat> some hits on there and jaded for sure jaded I put I put jaded as top three Drake songs period. Wow. Um. All right. So my next songs. Here, let me go with an album this time. Um, Hive Mind by the Internet. I know you're not that big of a fan. You didn't really like this album. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who said I'm not I'm not an internet fan? No, you don't like this album. I didn't like this album. But I, I, I which I don't. Like internet. Which I don't I understand. Don't like the hive mind was so good. I I think it was just like such a letdown from coming from their last album. How good it was, you know what I mean? And it was just like I had so much higher expectations. Oh, see, that's why you should start everything with low expectations. I was <laughs> yesterday. I was talking about how whenever there are low standards or something, I always shine. So that's twenty nineteen. <laughs> energy um <laughs> keep uh, a low standard of yourself keep a low standard and then you're, you'll just surprise yourself and it will be great so all right what's your next song um all right so i'm gonna go with a or song album. or album uh, i guess i'll do an album uh daytona by Pusha t oh so i still haven't listened to that yet that's it's Kind of across the board, known as like from from all the blogs and stuff as the rap album of the year. I know. It also was the one that kind of like started the the Drake beef. You I know. know what I mean with Pusha T. It was a great time for rap music when that when that album dropped. There was just like that whole. There was a lot of stuff, a lot of drama going on during that time, and I think I seeing all that happen with like Drake and Pusha T and like Kanye. Um, I was like, I'm just gonna take a break from all this, <laughs> and I still haven't it's, listened to Kanye's album. The one that like, as as a fan of rap music, right? It's a little comforting knowing that a rapper that's like 40 years old, like Pusha T, can put out good music like this. So that's true. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's very this age music without making himself look like he's trying to be a SoundCloud rapper. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's yes, it's well, really that, good. I mean, I felt that way about Lil Wayne's album. That's not on my list, but I don't know if that counts because like. Some of that no, music I, I get what you're saying. Now, yeah. but um, so also by the way, speaking of how this whole episode is about 2018, I feel very 2018 right now because I'm currently talking to the Memoji version of Wilson, and <laughs> it's like 
We're on a podcast. I'm talking to a emoji. Wow, we're so millennial. Okay, sorry. I just have to I'm point sorry. that out. It's, it's because I'm sick and I have my sick face on. Ugh. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so next song. Um, okay. Hmm, I have a few. But, uh, Barty or Cardi. The Cardi B song. Your bitch want party with Cardi. Cardi or Barty and a Rari. Not the whole album. Really? Out of, out, of all, out of all the Cardi B songs, that's the one? Mhm. Interesting. I'm not hating on it. That was a good song, but but like it's it's interesting because a, a lot of people on their list put like the one on that the, she's singing. That one, or I like it. You know what I mean? Or like, there's like a, a, a few different ones that I've seen on list, but I I've never seen that one on anybody's list. That one to me is my favorite because um all right so Cardi B um had her breakout song. What was it called again? Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow. So she had Bodak Yellow. And like, it was super fierce. You know, everyone loved it. And it's like, all right, what's next? You know, is she going to kind of go the poppy route to maintain popularity like Nicki Minaj? Or is she still going to go hard? And I feel like Barty Cardi, like, also she had 21 Seven featured on there, but she still shined in the song. And she still looked really, like, fierce and stuff. <coughs> so... I thought not just someone. Let's give let's give him some respect. It's Twenty One Savage. What did I say? He said someone. I think he said someone. I'm pretty sure he said someone. No, I did not. I said Twenty One Savage. Did oh, I say Twenty One Savage? Someone. <laughs> I I didn't even hear Twenty One. I just heard she has someone featured on there. Oh no, I, I said Twenty One Savage. We can listen to the replay. But right. um, we're ending we the year fighting about music. Just just so you guys know. This is just this the is... first segment. <laughs> this is the first category. <laughs> Okay, um, but yeah, I think like when that song came on, I was like, "Wow, okay, I am like not just a fan of this Bodak Yellow song, which everyone is, but I'm like really liking this this artist, yeah. this artist music." I get it because it, it kind of set the tone for the rest of the year for her. She had a really good year. I don't think we have a category for it, but if we were to have a category for like who really stood out this year, uh, she she really stood out this year. Her I would put her, Travis, a couple oh, other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was gonna say Travis. She she yeah. had she had a really she had a really good year. She did. She, yeah. Um all right, you're next. Um so we're doing songs. I would put uh Nikki's dialogue. It was on the Dreams uh album that he just put out the other day called Menage Toi. I- uh, it was really good. It's I recommend it if you have the time to listen to two hours worth of R and B music. It's it's a really it's, it's a really good album. But what stood out to me was that song called Nikki's Dialogue. You could tell that he really was infatuated with some girl named Nicole, and yeah, it's a, it's a really good song. I would highly recommend it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's something that I am not familiar with at all. So. Yeah. Yeah, if you have some time and you you want to get in your feelings and shit like that, the name of the name is Menage Toi. It's a three, it's a three volume mixtape. Um, he just, he just put out. So I have one last one, but then just three like things that are like notable, like were notable, and uh-huh. I want to just mention. So my last one is a song called "Bad Baby" by Negative Gemini. I made a post, a flyer for one of her shows here in Tampa, like a couple years ago, before I even knew who she was. And I was like, I should check her out. And I have been obsessed. She's one of my favorite artists. Um, it's one of those songs where it's like, 
a sad, like, <laughs> a sad girl with, like, a really high-pitched kind of soft voice who sounds sad just throughout the whole song. Super into that genre of music. If you want more of that, you can um, check my playlist out on Spotify called Airy Sad Girls. She's on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to run through my notable mentions, my worthy, I don't know what to call them, but, all right. <clears throat> Solely Natural by Hello Goodbye. I was obsessed with them in high school, and they actually made a comeback song that doesn't sound like they're still in high school, so it's great. Um, Pressure by Arl Grime. I don't. I don't really want to add it to this list because, like, kind of sort of came out last year, but then he took fucking forever to come out with the album. So notable mention though. And then um, I'm I'm late. I'm super late to this, but life update, Wilson. I am a Charlie XCX fan. Yeah, you're really late to this. I'm super late to this, but I I was like, I realized that I yeah she is. I realized that like I had saved. A bunch of songs that she was either featured on or like you know some of the stuff that she was like a collaborator on and I'm like wait have I haven't I actually like listened to her music so I did and I am like obsessed now especially with the song called 1999 have you checked out the music video for that I just wanna go back back to 1999 I have not seen the music video yet. it's like Is all it yeah it's like all like 1999 nostalgia and like Part of me hates, is kind of sick of the whole um, 90s throwback thing. Like, I'm getting kind of over it, just slightly. Um, but the music video is great. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, she's popping and she's also really fine. Yeah. I um, <laughs> agreed. So, I have, because uh, I thought we were doing five of each album in music. So, I have three albums left. I have three songs left, so I'm gonna run through it. So the three albums that I had left was "I Am Greater Than I Was," that's Twenty One Savages album, um, "Astro World," uh, by uh, Travis Scott, and as I just mentioned, the Menage a Trois. Um, uh, I guess it's called an album, an album by the Dream, and the last three songs that I didn't mention was uh, "Call Out My Name" by The Weeknd. So call out my can't say by Travis Scott. You can't say I'm mad weed, I'm on And um, a song called ASMR by Twenty One Savage. He has a song called ASMR. He has a song called ASMR. He should give it a listen. Does it have Does it have him whispering? It does. My brother down the road, they tried to give him life. He swear he's so creative, turned a toothbrush to a knife. Oh my gosh. Um, that actually ties into, uh, one of the later categories for yes, what, like, what we predict for 2019. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay. Oh. That's not, that's not the category that it has to do with me. Oh, but. well, <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, this, uh, I'm, so I'm surprised that you, well, no, actually I'm not surprised that you didn't say sicko mode, but I feel like no, it, it I, would I'm be. Not, not that big of a fan of sicko mode. I think I predict that it would be on a lot of other people's <coughs> lists. Yeah, that and Mo Bamba is on everybody's list. Oh, yeah, true. <clears throat> um, 
so now we're gonna move on to entertainment for our eyes <laughs> to, so as i was transitioning i'm like man this is a boring transition let me just spice it up a little bit and that's what i came up with so you're welcome movies our favorite movies of 2018 um a lot i think this was an important a very important year for movies I feel like we probably have at least one, maybe two of the same on this list. Four. I have five. Okay. Yeah, I have five too. And I have one like needed to mention. <laughs> but okay. Do you wanna go first since you're the you're you're the movie? Movie All right. number one movie. It it was not only the number one movie of twenty eighteen, but I put it in my top five of this decade, but hereditary. Oh, I still haven't seen it. I'm too I'm kind of afraid to watch it. Like, I think it's, it's intense, right? Yeah, the, the, that movie, like, it kind of set the bar for horror movies, to be honest. It set, set the bar real high for horror movies. All right. Um, are we going back and forth again? Yeah. All right. This is only our second legit list, so we're still trying to figure out the most legit way to list these things. Um, Crazy Rich Asians. Mm, well, I had that on my list, too. See, I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. I mean, it was great. It was a one of the best movies of 2018. And yeah. I still need to watch it again. Did you cry at the end? No, you didn't cry. No, no, it's not the line. Oh, that was me. That was me. That's right. Um, all right. What's all right, it? I have a replacement for it, so it's cool. Um, Why do you have, you don't have to have a replacement. We got to have five each. I mean, if it's the best, it's the best. All right, fine. Halloween. Oh, I still haven't seen that one yet either. I also it don't was, go to the movies. Phenomenal. I don't go to the movies as often as you do, since you have that. What's it called? The pass. The, the yeah, the um, AMC pass. I have to wait thing. I have to wait for things to um, be downloadable on the internet. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, sorry to bother you. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, we re rewatched it actually just like a couple weeks ago. And um I was like, man, I wanna watch it again. They Except added it to like Netflix and Hulu and I rewatched it the other day and I still had the same reaction when I first watched it. What was your reaction again? It wasn't it wasn't a bad watch. It was just like interesting. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that that's literally my take on it. It's just Interesting. So I really like it because I think it is very relevant to where we're heading, like as a society. Um, so <laughs> I think it's important. But they were able to, um, like the whole reality TV show where they where they like voluntarily get beaten up for to be on TV and to get money, like that kind of. Right, right. That's so, a comedic way to show. I didn't our society. get. I d I didn't get the full feeling of this, but I got like borderline feeling that it just tried way too hard to be different. Like it wasn't, it wasn't all the way, way too hard to be different, but it was like right there. It was like right there between trying way too hard to be different and not, you know? I think that's fair. I think that's a fair take. I have to drink tea. I'm sorry, my throat, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's your, your turn next. What's your, what's your oh. pick? Yeah, Mission Impossible. 
Oh my Listen, god. I, <laughs> I I went I went into this movie thinking thinking the worst. I thought this movie was gonna be garbage. How is it and not it actually? Not only not only will I say that it's the best Mission Impossible movie on, on the franchise, right? But it's also probably one of Tom Cruise's best movies. How is like, it different from all the other Mission Impossible? It it didn't follow any of the same. All right, so all the other Mission Impossibles had the same format, right? Like. Some girl gets kidnapped or something like that. He goes to save the girl. The, then the ends up the girl ends up turning on him and he ends up being a bad guy. And all, it's the same shit of every single one of the movies. And then there's some bomb in some building and some famous politician, right? That's, that happens in all the same movies. This one had a completely different format, and it in also uh, it it kind of um it kind of like refreshed the franchise a little bit. Like it it, it has like a different take on it so where it doesn't necessarily have to have tom cruise going forward which is cool. oh interesting yeah it's 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 really good it's really really good and i highly recommend if you like action movies it doesn't disappoint like you you think that it's just like a regular mission impossible but it's not my next one is a quiet place you know that would that was like my honorable mention honorable mention that's the word that i keep trying to think of yeah, that was my honorable mention. Why? Is it just your honorable mention? Why not? The bar was set too high by Hereditary. Oh. Like, did it? Did Oh, okay. I mean, I don't really consider A Quiet Place to be a horror movie, though. So I feel like those are two different genres. See, see that's the problem, because it was supposed to be a horror movie. Oh. I would consider it more like thriller. Um, but A Quiet Place is just cool. It was like, at that time... A more unique concept. <laughs> now I haven't seen Bird Box yet, so don't don't waste your time. I don't want to. <laughs> I just I saw it and I'm like, wait, so we can't. It's like a quiet place, but they just can't see. Okay. It's literally it. the happening. You know the the movie with um what's his name um M Night Shyamalan. Uh, yeah, and it's like the happening in a quiet place put together. Great job, Sandra Bullock. But. She does come back on my list, though. But it's her turn. It's some very cringy acting in that movie, too. I mean, Machine Gun Kelly's in it. What? Oh, yeah, he, he lost me. He has me. lines. He has he, lines. What? Now I kind of want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my last one... Oh, I, I have two more, right? Yeah. So, like, Crazy crazy Rich Asians, which we already talked about. Um, th- That movie... <clears throat> it, was, it was one of those movies where... Uh, you, like me going into it, I actually watched it twice, right? Once I went went once with um, like on a date, mm-hmm. and then the second time I went with like a homie, mm-hmm. and like um, but the first time like, I I felt like I enjoyed the movie more than the girl I was with, right? <laughs> but it was also because like, let me backtrack. I don't want to say that. Never mind. <laughs> it, it, I, I enjoyed the movie a lot more the first time that I watched it. The second time that I watched it, it was way too many people around me that were making jokes and stuff. But you know, it's a really good movie. I thought, I thought, it, was, thought it was great. Um, <laughs> great story, Wilson. <laughs> I, I remember when we recapped it, we talked about, um, we talked about Aquafina. Yeah. Right? But I actually heard, because this kind of all ties into something that like, I, I read the other day, she has like this like serious role coming up and i'm really curious to see how she does like she has she's like playing like this like like what i read was very comparable to monique in precious what yeah 
Um, how crazy is that? I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it works out for her. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see it, but <laughs> like I feel like okay, so. But kudos no, to her though, because this movie this movie launched her career though. You yeah. Did, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean normally you know you like will have this. I feel like it's too early in her career to like try to switch gears and show that she can do <laughs> dramatic roles. Like it's she's like pulling a Jim Carrey, but it's like you yeah. just came out. But whatever. Um, my next, my last movie. <clears throat> no, just kidding. I have two. Ocean's yeah. Eight, <laughs> which has Aquafina and Sandra Bullock in it. Um, oh yeah. And I'm gonna. It does have Aquafina. Ocean's Eight was cool. Um, loved Ocean's Eight. Um. Particularly because, okay, so I've actually um, read Mindy Kaling's, like, all her, like, her books that she's written. And in her book, she actually talks about how, like, she really hopes that in the future she could do a remake of Ocean's Eleven with all women. And it actually happened. So, see, re yeah, reading that book and then, like, years, a year, um, years later, like, seeing it actually happen. I'm so proud of her. Um, yeah. And I also just generally like robbing... Um, bougie places type mo type movies so okay down yeah Sandra Bullock definitely had a better role there than she did in Bird Box yeah it's weird she, it's like hit or miss with her sometimes <clears throat> um alright you, you're up alright so my last one is this movie that it definitely stood up to hereditary this year on horror movies but it's called Mandy Mandy. Yes, Mandy. It's a it's a it's a indie film with Nicolas Cage, and it blew <laughs> my fucking mind. Really? I, yes, it blew my fucking mind. I I heard stuff on the internet about how like it was banned from movie theaters and shit like that. Like they did a couple screenings around Florida, <coughs> and like a couple screenings around the East Coast in general, mm -hmm. and like and like it was not allowed to like hit the movie theaters because of like. The, the reviews were like people were like walking out but not because it was bad because it was too crazy right so like you you know how you always hear in mar marketing for movie theaters is so scary people walk out of the movie theaters but yeah. it still ends up in the movie theaters yeah like this one actually didn't end up in the movie theaters because people were walking out you know what I mean so I, I watched it and how did I, you watch it I legit it? I internet it's really oh. easy to find things on the internet yeah so like I I, I watched it and I legit had to rewatch it right after, cause it was it was so good, it was so good. Yeah, it's for those of you that are fans of, um, like psychological horror movies, it's highly recommended. It's a fantastic movie. So did and you kind of forget that Nicolas Cage is in it after a while? I was literally just about to ask, like, did Nicolas Cage make it scarier and creepier, or did he make it less scary and creepy? He made it relatable, to be honest. It's yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. You, you gotta watch it. Well, actually, I don't recommend you watch it, cat, because you're kind of pussy when it comes to horror movies. You know what I mean? It's true. Um, my last, my last movie is actually I thought it was gonna be on your list, but Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. That counts. Why not? It came out. It came out in 2018. It's a movie. It. Mm, okay. I. I it's like a movie with an asterisk on it, though. Okay, you know what I mean, what, I mean Th that's the really reason why I didn't why I didn't even put it on my, as my honorable mention. You know what I mean? It would have made my honorable mention. Okay, um, 
Well, I watched it last night, and um, it was incredible. It's so cool. Yeah. It was so I don't, cool. I don't know why Anna's hating on it, man. <clears throat> yeah, why are you hating on Anna? But in case, I don't. I feel like people would have to have watched it by now. I don't know. But I guess I won't spoil anything. But it is finally an interactive movie, which actually, you know, I'm surprised it's taken... Like, we, we're just now getting it at the end of 2018. Seems more like a late 2017 thing to try out. Anyways. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I heard that they have more interactive movies coming out. Oh, that's... Through Black Mirror. That's, there's a category for that, sir. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't want to say it too much, but it's really cool, and it will freak you out. Like, I felt super creeped out afterwards, but... And then had to read several articles and examine charts... Any movie that makes you examine a chart is a good movie. And worth more yeah. than an honorable mention. Um, I had... Well, I mean, compared to the other ones that I had on my list, so I couldn't, I couldn't put it any higher. But if... Like, the only one that I would take off was maybe Halloween. But Halloween was just so groundbreaking for what it was. But, yeah. I need to see it. I still need to see Searching and Incredibles 2. Oh, my God. Searching. Uh, Searching is another one that I could have easily put on my top five, too. That was, that was good. Uh, my honorable mention was Black Panther because I'm not really that into act, uh, like uh, action hero, action hero, comic book. What is that genre called? Like comic, like comic, comic book, book movies. movies. Yeah, I'm not really that into it, but obviously Black Panther was important. So, I see. I didn't think about putting superhero movies, but if I was, it was going to be Infinity Wars. Oh you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I saw Wars, that in theaters like, too. And I was, it, it like Black Panther was important, but I just don't know if if it has the like same replay value that Infinity War has. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's our top movie list. Yep, and now we're moving on to our favorite memes of twenty eighteen. Every uh, year, just the meme. I feel like memes get more and more um, abstract. We way. definitely have to have at least two or three on the same list. We oh, probably. I'm gonna be really disappointed if we don't. Um, I have more than five. I only have five. Um, <coughs> I okay, kept the five. I could have had more, but I only kept the five. Why don't we run through our list and then I'll let you know. Run through your list and I'll let you know if I have the same ones. All right. So my number one, I, I did mine in order too. Oh wow. Yeah. So I guess I'll start from five to one. Okay. Right. So number five is the surprise Pikachu. Meme. Oh my god! <laughs> That's so. That was, yep. This yep. Keep surprise going. Pikachu Keep going. Um, number four is uh, is this a pigeon? You know what I mean? Where it's like a butterfly. Yep. Yep. That's, That's on, on mine as well. Number three is Bongo Cat. Really? Bongo Cat is so wholesome. <laughs> it was such such a wholesome meme. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I'm just surprised. You know, I feel like people would expect me. To list that as one of my favorite memes, but no, you know we're full of surprises. Okay, keep going. Um, number two is I'm gonna keep it real with you, Chief. Oh, that was was big. That was big. Wait, is that really just 2018? I feel like it's just such a part of it has been woven into us as a society. (laughs) Society. Yeah. Number one, the most important meme for me, anyways, is the moth memes. Yep, that was also. On my list, moth memes. If you haven't checked out 
if you're listening and you haven't checked out my moth playlist, you need to check it out. It is unfortunately not an officially legit, officially legit jams playlist because Wilson yeah. thought it was I stupid. I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> but I have a full playlist of light inspired memes. Um, and it's called Moth Pit. So if you want that link, <clears throat> let me know. It has it features songs like Give Me the Light by um Sean Paul. Um amongst you know, there are several other great light Do you songs. Have sickle mode on there? Yes. That was actually your suggestion. Or was it your suggestion? You sent it, it to me like meme form. Um, yeah. Alright, so since you guys already know that three of those on his list were on mine, I'm just going to run through all of them. So surprise Pikachu. American Chopper meme. You know where he like throws the chair? Yeah. Oh, it was great. It wasn't funny to me. It wasn't funny. Really? To me. It provided yeah. so much entertainment to me. Moths. A yeah, Star is Born. Cool. Any, That's a good one. Honestly, any A Star is Born And, and, and Cat Snap by doing the Patrick shit this year. Thank you. That was for Inktober. Um, yeah, guys, I remember seeing that movie in the, the trailer for it and just thinking, like, no way is anyone, but particularly me, going to take Bradley Cooper seriously in this movie. And Wait, hold on. How come we didn't put, we didn't put that in our top movie? Because I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's a good movie. I listened to the soundtrack. If I had if I had top ten, it would have made my top ten. I probably should have added that um that song, the one that's like oh, <laughs> oh that was bad. Sorry. Um, but you know the part where Lady Gaga is like yes yes. I should have added that to my top songs because I listened to that several times. I haven't seen the movie, but it's fine. Um, let's get this bread. <laughs> Yodeling Walmart boy. That's not on your list. No, it's not. Wow. It is this a what she said and my probably my favorite little Cardi B. Oh, that little Cardi B one was good. Yeah, it was. that little Cardi B one was good. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I probably would have took out "Is This a Pigeon" for that one. Wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, those just wanted to mention our favorite memes of 2018 because you know they provided so much joy to us yes, this year. Absolutely. Um, but moving on. So, we're moving on to 2019, but certain things should stay in 2018. <clears throat> things oh, yes. that, you know, we really don't need any more of this. <laughs> we really, it's, I'm kind of over it, and you can just stay in this year, please. Um, so I, oh you, my you gosh, I'm, I'm annoying. I have more than five. <laughs> That's cool, just run through it. I just run through Okay. And then I guess we can discuss if whichever ones you want to discuss. Yeah, yeah. All right. One, having, like, expectations that celebrities are good people. Wow. I've been told you to leave that. I know. Time. Right, right. So I'm, like, making it a priority. Two, influencers. Three, uh, <laughs> Fortnite dances. Not the dances themselves, but, like, calling them Fortnite dances. Yeah. Um, four. TikTok, but actually, I don't know how I feel because TikTok, the app, is so awful, but also so great at the same time. So actually, I'm kind of conflicted about that one. But any any talk of Hillary Clinton running for president, like this is not, we sh I know 2020 is coming up. People are going to start like um, campaigning. Yeah, I heard she's serious about it. No, Ooh. Hillary Clinton, give it up. It's... It, <laughs> This ain't it, Chief. Um, it looks bad at this point. 
Next one. Um, <laughs> so this is something that I don't personally feel, but I feel like it's going to kind of start dying in 2018 or 2019. But boomerangs of people cheersing. I do it, but I feel like collectively as a yes, whole. Yes, you do. We're gonna, it's going to get it gets played out. Um, next one. Fiverr slash any sort of quick logo design website uh, websites slash design competitions where it's like send uh send in your logo design for a chance to be our new logo like that that should be done respect designers next one the last one is um reboots of old tv shows and movies there are way too many come up with oh. original content i agree with you there 100 percent actually Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, like, some reboots are fine. Like, I really, really love the Queer Eye reboot. But yeah. it was... At this, even though it was a reboot, it was, like, different, though, because, like, they had a different type of... It was more uplifting and inspiring than what I've heard the original was like. And yeah. um, so as long as... If you were going to reboot something, at least put a different spin on it. But overall, I've, I'm looking forward to more original content like Jordan Peele's new horror movie that's a original storyline idea so before I get into my my shit can I talk about that real quick yes so you know how everybody when they first saw the trailer everybody's first reaction was about the song right yeah I, I actually had a different reason why I fanned that that trailer right mm -hmm. and the reason why is I, I alright so Get Out was fantastic you know what I mean? Get, Get Out was fantastic. But, like, the one thing that bugged me about the trailer specifically about Get Out was that it gave away too much. You know what I mean? And I felt like this trailer, it raised more questions than, than giving than giving out too much. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. And I, 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 that, like, it made me want to look forward to the next trailer. And, like, that's something that nowadays trailers are missing. You know what I mean? Nowadays trailers kind of give away plots and easter eggs you know what I mean and shit like mm -hmm. that and like this trailer just made me want to see more of the next trailer you know what I mean and like I, that hyped me up it was a fantastic trailer the art of trailers kind of died off so it was it was kind of cool that, that he that he you know he did it right yeah I agree trailers that show the whole movie should stay in 2018 <laughs> yeah facts um alright so my five things that um that I want to stay behind. I kind of agree with you about um, TikTok, but I also <laughs> want to throw Thriller in there too. Um, and I think all wannabe fake Vine apps should stay in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be the same. James Corden can stay in 2018. <laughs> so, okay, you and Matt are actually the only two people that I know that actively dislike James Corden. Dude, okay. he's so fucking annoying. I want to punch him in the face so bad. At first... I want to punch him in the face so bad. At first, I thought he was, like, endearing. <sighs> but then when Matt was like, no, he sucks. And I started, like, watching his videos and clips with, like, a new perspective. And I'm like, wow, this guy is really corny. And in a way, I don't... Doesn't... It actually doesn't seem very genuine. Like, he's just kind of, like, yeah. chasing whatever trend, trend is Super happening. Fake. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. <coughs> I want to punch him in the face so bad. Um, 
that white girl, Katie, with the guns, she could stay in 2018. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, Porn without storylines could stay in 2018. <laughs> okay. L- let's, give, let's give porn stars the, the, the right to act and start, start a secondary career. You know what I mean? Amp up your production so, value. Come on. You feel me? Like, l- like why is she sucking his dick? Like, I want to know. Like, what, what what got us to this point? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, and ASMR can stay in 2018. Wow. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I was reading something, an article about ASMR and how it is it is become between that and the the tiny food shit, right? Uh, uh, the, that, those two uh, things have become <laughs> have become the most uh, oversaturated things on YouTube in twenty in twenty. So like I don't see a problem. As, as well as Fortnite dance Fortnite dances. Those three things. Those like Fortnite dances, ASMR and tiny food are like the top three like like most oversaturated content in YouTube. It's got to go. All three of them got to okay, go. Okay, Tiny Food is just now making a name for itself. So you no way. That no. shit's been out for years. Right, but it's, it is just now getting the recognition that it deserves, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Tiny Food can stay. Tiny Food, I was like... Okay, so you so, agree as ASMR can go? Um, Certain ASMR, but certain. Certain. <laughs> I actually don't like the whispering thing. It kind of grosses me out, but... There are certain yeah. other things of ASMR that I appreciate. Um, so, well, wow, I'm just offended right now. I have to, like, recover. <laughs> um, so now that we talked about what we think should stay in 2018, um, what do you think is going to happen in 20, 2019? Mm. Also, this is kind of like a part... Uh, sub subcategory to this are inventions that we predict will happen in 2019 slash things I just want to be invented <laughs> by 2019. Um, yeah. So I have a full list. Um, yeah, let's hear it. You want me to run through it? All right. Yeah. Are you go one and one? Do you, do you have five? I have a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. No, well, you just go through your list. Why don't we go through my list? Five. And then if you want to discuss something, you just stop Yeah. Me. Rihanna yeah. will have an album. <laughs> Alright, I, I will agree, I will agree, but I'll also add by saying that it'll disappoint. Because of the fact of how long it's taking her, and the fact that it's going to be, from what I hear, a full dance hall album. Okay, well, again, like I said earlier, low expectations. <laughs> well, keep okay. your, right. just kind of, in a way, just like forget that she even said that it was going to kind of come out. And then, surprise, it's here. Um, I don't know how I feel about a full dance hall album. I don't know I either. I kind of don't want that from Rihanna, to be honest. Low expectations. Low All expectations. Right. All right, next one. Snapchat will die in 2019. It's go- it's, so Snapchat's going to die. It's, it's not. dying. They got way too much money. Do they? Yeah, they do. <sighs> I mean, they're paying us still thousands of dollars, like, in, like a lot of thousands of dollars just who? to come out. What do you mean? Paying who? The pain rolling loud. Oh, I'm like, I haven't they, seen they that still, check. They still have, they still have the money to fund like doing stuff at festivals and stuff, and like, I'm talking about five figures. You know what I mean? Like, it, they're they're not dying. No way. 
I guess they still have like the younger generation using it all the time. You gotta remember, Snapchat is global. Overseas, that shit is still huge. You know what I mean? That shit is still really huge overseas. Okay. Well, it died for me, so I'm just waiting for <laughs> other people to catch up with me. Um, so I think, I think we've reached. <coughs> a peak with music festivals in terms of the number of music festivals and I feel like next year it'll start dwindling and only like the top the strongest ones will stay you know yeah that kind of has to do with my, my point um do you want to say it now yeah I think by the end of next year Rolling Loud will be a top three staple of festivals that is a very bold prediction, but people also don't know what I know, and I think that it'll it'll. When I say top like staple, I mean like a household name, like everybody considers Lollapalooza, Bonnaroo, Coachella as the three. You oh. Know, maybe, maybe EDC as like a, like a, you know what I mean another staple. I think. So what do you Rolling think? Loud will be a top three by the end of next year. What do you think? Who do you think will be the other two? Um, I put EDC and Coachella. Not Bonnaroo. Not Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo is not bigger than EDC or Coachella. Hmm. And we will be bigger than Bonnaroo by next year. Yeah, EDC. So Coachella, I would agree, is still at the top. EDC, I would agree too because they're uh, Bonnaroo. They're, they're only their biggest show. Their biggest show is one hundred fifty thousand people. EDC <laughs> is everywhere. They have yeah. multiple cities, but Bonnaroo yeah. is just that one <coughs> place. So no, ba- Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo has um like worldwide too. They have like four. Oh. Have, like I think it was Br- Brazil. Uh, um, they do somewhere in Europe and in Australia. Oh, I think. Huh? just kidding. So, um, yeah. but still, EDC has like I don't know, way they have more like cities. Fifteen. Yeah. They have like fifteen. Crazy. Yeah, we're not gonna be in the EDC, but we're gonna be close by the end of next year. Like I remember last year, someone I enjoy music festivals, but it, it's getting it was getting to a point where it's like okay, like I feel like there's a music festival every weekend. Almost. Yeah. And Rest um, in peace Yeah. But and now, um, I think you know, there's such an oversaturation of music festivals at this point, only a few will really have st- have stood out and they're gonna survive. <clears throat> so that Listen. makes me excited for like what's the like the next stage the next phase of music festivals like is there going to be another type of entertainment like live entertainment sort of thing or are music festivals just kind of evolve or is it gonna be both um i think i think that edc and rolling loud kind of have the right idea of staying within a genre of music Mm. i think that that coachella if you look at their lineup for the past two years they have slowly but like kind of not that slow been leaning more towards urban i mean if you look at their headliners last year right eminem beyonce and the weekend like they're like coachella never never doesn't book a band this is like their first year they didn't book a band as a headliner Mm. so like it's it's kind of weird seeing these bigger festivals kind of leaning towards one genre you know what i mean so i think that that's gonna die soon they can't survive with us i'm gonna be honest with you they can't survive with us if they, if they want to do that one genre shit, nah, it's not going to happen. Wait, so you're saying that if you're a one genre music festival, you're not going to survive? Not not if you're going to do hip-hop. Oh. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, no. It's not, it's not going to work. 
No, I agree. Um, all right, I'm going to keep running through my list. Um, I think there are going to be more socialist slash democratic socialists running for government, especially we'll see next year when people start campaigning for 2020. Um, I think <laughs> Sports Cat is coming out. I think I'm going to predict that LeBron, that's Gross Wilson, LeBron, Sorry. the Lakers will win with the championship. Wow. Yep. You got me fucked up. I got <laughs> you got me fucked up. I think I, I see it. I see it happening. All right. Wait. Do you want? Do you want to discuss it? I still have a few more predictions for twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, I don't think that the 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 Lakers are gonna make the finals. The next thing <laughs> is, I think Buzzfeed will die. Um. Mm, bold. That's bold. They'll, or I actually put in parentheses, or begin to die. So I think they really are only just thriving on Facebook, but I think that they'll start, um, like... And YouTube. Uh, yeah, I think they those platforms... They'll start, people will start getting more and more sick of them. Um, I think satis the satisfying type content will get bigger. Like, it'll get probably, it hasn't reached its peak yet. It's going to just get more and more, like, in your face. Like, Netflix will probably have more specials. Um, people will do, be doing more ASMR albums, like, things like that. Um, and at the end of 2019, I'll probably be like, all right, cut this ASMR <coughs> shit out. I am over it. But I, I don't think it's reached the peak yet. No, it's hit there. No. I still haven't made my soap cutting video successfully yet, so it cannot peak yet. Um... So for inventions, I'm thinking. Ooh, oh wait, oh, what? Oh, oh, oh. Do you have inventions? Yeah, but I'm saying we're, we're gonna jump right into there. Okay, you should go ahead. What are your predictions for 2019? All right, 2019 will be a trash year for movies. Oh. Right? Outside of 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 uh, the new Avengers movie and Spider-Man, right? Everything else is kind of like lined up to come out next year. Looks looks like it's gonna be set up to fail. Like it looks pretty bad. I'm not excited for the new Star Wars. I'm, I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm not excited for like a lot of shit that's coming out next year. Um. So yeah, outside of those two movies. And Lion King. Li uh, that's Lion King and Aladdin. Both of them, like, they have potential to be flops. I'm gonna keep it real. Like, like, there's a lot. There's a lot going into both of those trailers. You know what I mean? And like. I think a lot of going to suck. Yo, Will Smith has not had a good movie this decade. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's keep it real. He has not had a good movie this decade. Damn. What what movie has he had? You know what I mean? That was good this decade. Hmm. Concussion? You know what I mean? That wasn't even that good. Like, the, the, like he hasn't had a good movie this decade. So having having him as a major lead, as a genie, is not... I, I don't have faith in it, to be real. Hmm. I don't have faith in it. Um... I wanted to until I realized, like, yo, like, Will Smith has sucked so much this decade. Like, it's it's a lot of bad movies. Um, I mean, I also King, don't, I feel like just the wardrobe, the costumes, I'm, I'm way too distracted by how bad it is, how cheap it looks. Yeah. Lion King, um, I like the Jungle Book, right? So it could, it could end up being dope, but I'm, I'm afraid that, like, they're gonna tone it down and like not show us what we want to see. You know what I mean? We, we kind of want to see what happens in Mufasa. No. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> I don't know. It, it could be cool, but yo, that's that's two potential okay movies in like a whole year. You know but what I mean? But also Jordan Peele's movie. That comes out next year. 
Doesn't it? I'm pretty sure it comes out in the summer. Oh, well, yeah. That'll be cool. What's it called that'll again? Be cool. Us. Or, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll Google it. Uh, us. It's called Us. Yeah, it was called, it was called Us. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, that, that, that could be cool, too. But it just, you know, like, there's a lot of shit coming out next year, bro. Like, I, like, there's another. Did you just call me, bro? Yeah, bro. (laughs) There's another Fast and Furious movie coming out next year. There's, like, a whole bunch of shit that, like, just shouldn't be coming out. You know what I mean? Are you not excited for a new Fast and Furious movie? No, because it's, like, a standalone movie for The Rock. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I almost dropped Wilson. He, he got beef with Vin Diesel and Tyrese, remember? Like, I didn't know that. Thing. Oh, you didn't know that? Like, Tyrese was putting out all these videos. Like, saying, well, oh, I mean... My... Huh. What? What? What was said Tyrese saying? He was putting out all these videos saying, if you're my brother, you wouldn't do this movie. You know what I mean? Like, like they're taking money away from us because I guess they're not including all the other guys. Oh. Yeah. I don't see how you can have a Fast and Furious movie without Vin Diesel. Crazy, right? <clears throat> Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my prediction. I think 2019 will be trash year for movies. Um, I think Fortnite will no longer be free. So at some point next year. Oh. That's 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 gonna be devastating for a lot of people because like people, it's a free game. You know what I'm saying? And it's the biggest game in the world that relies on people buying stuff from the item shop. But I think that they they realize that they charge like a subscription fee or something that they can make a lot more money maybe they'll Um, keep a free version of it but like the next um the most updated version or whatever won't be free maybe um as i mentioned i think rolling loud is going to be a top three a top three staple for festivals Mm -hmm. um officially legit will be on spotify yeah yeah Um, we will no longer be soundcloud podcasters and I will somehow end up in a relationship next year. Whoa. Whoa. That's my prediction. Whoa. That's... So you, you had to take a whole year to prepare to get into a relationship. Well, I guess it was mostly just half a year, actually. Yeah. Wow. That's sick. Might be, might be at the end of the year, but like at some point next year. They'll be in a relationship. Wow, that's bold. That is bold. Um, <clears throat> so, kind of related to what will happen in 2019. Now we're specifically going to talk about new tech, <laughs> new invention 2019. These are things that... Actually, a couple of things are kind of related, but I'm just going to run through them. All right. A coffee delivery service. Uber, but for coffee, basically. Uber, but for alcohol, which I don't understand. Does it doesn't? Postmates. But specifically marketed for oh, alcohol. Gotcha. So <clears throat> you could use any of these things for coffee or alcohol, but I'm surprised that there is not specifically a delivery service for alcohol that talks about like, don't drink and drive, or if you need a refill at the party, or like you need more drinks, like just order alcohol to go. I don't know. But, like, I'm surprised that doesn't already exist. Um, I think there will be more live games, like HQ, 
Um, I think there'll be more interactive streaming services like the Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Things that are more like happening in the moment type of entertainment. And this thing was in the 90s in the movie Clueless and all a bunch of other 90s movies. But I want an app where I can like see what I would look like in different hairstyles and different outfits. But like a good app. I, I got you. I got you. Why is that not a thing right now? Like, I should be able to, like, upload a picture of myself and, like, a 3D model of myself will will appear or, like, I create one and then I actually get to try on clothes and different hairstyles, but not in a way that makes me look like a Sims character, but actually realistic. That should be a thing. Should be a thing. <coughs> okay. Mm-hmm. What do you have any more? No, that's it. I actually oh, okay. only had five this time. <laughs> gotcha. I only have three. Okay. Um, I think that in 2019, we'll have a VR version of MacBooks. A VR version of yes. MacBooks. Interesting. Specifically, there'll be like some type of portable, like visual version of MacBooks. Or that's an interesting. Apple product like an i like an i like an iPad or an iPhone, but a VR version of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I have seen um, there are like letters and artists on Instagram that use virtual reality to like yeah they to look like they're like writing in the air, <laughs> yeah. and it looks really cool. And that would totally make sense to like it's the new immersive digital experience, like yeah. actually being in your computer. Um, wow. Black I Mirror. I think, uh, there needs to be a Twitter version of AIM. What do you mean? So, it's sort of like a convenience thing, right? A convenience issue. Whenever, like, I get a, I get a DM, that I have to open the app and go to the DM, you know what I mean? And, like, scroll through who I want to talk to. I think that there needs to be, like, a AOL Instant Messenger version of Twitter. So are you kind of talking about how, like, you can see all the people that are online currently? So you know how, like, Facebook Messenger yeah. has, like, a separate thing, right? I yeah. think Twitter needs its own separate thing also. Oh. Oh, true. Hmm. Um, okay. And then my last one is I think that there needs to be a dating app for people that suck at dating. You should invent it. Wilson, no, you should invent that. Oh, well, okay. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, 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 there's, I'm not, like, when it comes to being in a relationship, I suck. When it comes to dates, oh. I'm actually really good at dates. So, right? what, would, what would be in this app? Like, conversation topics? Yeah, like, like something to assist. Because I've been on dates with girls that really suck at the whole dating thing, right? So, I feel like maybe there needs to be an app where, like, those girls can match with guys that also suck at dating. You know what I mean? Mm. And it can involve, like, games and stuff Yeah. while you're like, on the date. Yeah, exactly. Like, icebreakers and shit like that. You know what I mean? Wow. That's not a bad idea. But you have to do it in a way that's like, doesn't seem corny. Like, right, exactly. I brought a board game to a date. I love board games, but people might think that's kind of like, wow, you really need this social crutch. But anyways. Um right. Wow, that's not a bad. I think I think we should invent it. We should cut this part out of the episode so that we can invent it. Um, was that your third? That was my that was my third. Yeah. What was the first one? Uh, the VR. What was the second one? The, the aim. Oh, the aim for Twitter. Okay, 
So, um, <clears throat> with Facebook, the desktop version of um, Facebook Messenger, um, you can see your whole list of people that you have contact, your all your contacts, and you can see whether or not they're online. Like that is the closest right. thing to AIM to me. Um, yeah. but I need that for Twitter. So you, you want to be able to like see who's online to chat, yeah. and then you can. Right. And then you want an, an away message? <laughs> yeah. Away messages were lit. Yeah. Oh, I want I the little... Dipset lyrics in my away messages. You know what needs to come back? What? Um, we need to have those ring back tones come back. When you call someone. Uh, and then it plays yeah. a song. Like, it's weird how, like, people just kind of stop caring about ringtones. In general. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, oh, there's a siren outside. Hey. Okay, <laughs> fireman and uh, then fire. Okay, um, <laughs> but it's weird though, cause like people. That wasn't no, it wasn't. <laughs> but people like everyone love ringtones. You know, they take it very seriously. Mm. They even some people had ring back tones. But like all of a sudden, iPhones came out, and like you had that general tone. And I think people like really like the generic iPhone tone because it showed people like oh I have an iPhone like I don't need ringtones and then everyone just kind of like ended up not really caring about ringtones anymore and it needs to come back ringtones was the original flex because if you had a ringtone that your friend didn't have that was like cool you know what I mean yeah ringtones was like a flex back then I remember I used to my first phone that I had I had like this like Nextel like bleep phone right so like you if you press the side button you could just press like it'll play your ringtone right and like I just remember, like, when I lived in New Jersey in my in, um, my freshman year of high school, um, they, uh, like, all of us would have, like, like sort of, like, competitions to who had the better ringtone. It was, like, really... On the, like, like who, had, who had the most exclusive ringtone? Yeah. On the flip side of that, I do remember times when having a ringtone was not good. Like, when you were in class and you had a ringtone that was not appropriate at all and it was just like playing at full blast i remember those times yeah but overall though (coughs) ringtones are good and it's pretty much 2019 you know i think people are still in that nostalgia wave so that's the one last thing that we need to do i think that uh apple will will roll out ringtones in 2019 Mm. and and will make it seem like it's the most original idea (laughs) Yeah, no, that's totally true. Yeah, um, they'll make it seem like happening. they invented the concept. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you gotta remember, this, this newer generation don't know about that. You know? Yeah. You remember when you used to have to buy ringtones? Like, uh, like remember the, the the old Soldier Boy commercials? They used to come on like on MTV, like P- call this number. And yeah. Get this ringtone. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they don't never know about that. That's you know true. What I mean? Generation will never know about that. By the way, I saw my little cousin for on Christmas Eve, and she saw my sweater that I uh, that made for Rolling Loud on my phone, and then she asked me about Rolling Loud, and I told her a little about it, and now she really wants to go. She's 14, oh, and her oh, parents are like, um, no. <laughs> and then... Well, what if she goes with you? No. Or, or your brother? No. I think, I think I don't know if I would be mentally slash emotionally 
prepared to take a 14 year old to her very first music festival and it be rolling loud facts i feel you you know i don't i feel like any like the pit not safe <laughs> I, every time i would hear open that shit up i'm just gonna have to like it's, it would be like uh, the bird box. No, go the other way. <laughs> bird box no. with like our blindfolds on and like <laughs> don't see anything. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see in four years how that goes. <laughs> in four years. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I think we have a lot of. Um, I think we have a pretty a lot of pretty on spot on predictions for 2019. Yeah, facts. Overall, I'm pretty excited for 2019 because, as I said earlier, 2018, a lot of growing pains, a lot of, like, um, trying to figure shit out and, like, realizing that, you know, just do whatever you want. (laughs) So now I'm, like, coming into 2019 being like, I'm going to do whatever I want. Bam. Um, Which leads us to our top moments of 2018. How did we get from there to here? Um, I'd like to know what your top moments were, Wilson. What are you the most proud of? Dude, this year was so weird for me. But, um, like, I guess reconnecting with my family, that was, like, a a big thing. Like, you know, me going back to New Jersey, and, you know, it sucks the reason why I was there. But, um, like, just, you know, being able to see family I haven't seen in years, and reconnecting with them was really cool um doing things that made sure that my friends succeeded this year like that was like a big goal of mine from the beginning of the year was to make sure that my my friends um they thrived you know what i mean like i i made it a point to even if i wasn't thriving to make sure they they thrived you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like whether it was you know getting gats on rolling loud or helping cat Art Basil or a whole bunch of other shit, you know what I mean? Like, helping Kenna, mentor Kenna into becoming, you know, sort of like a a, a mini Wilson in Tampa. Like, that was, like, a thing for me, too. Um, it, it, it was just, like, a, a big moment. Like, those are big moments for me this year. Um, hopping out of depression was really cool for me. Like, I was, I was down in the dumps earlier can, this year. Can relate. Yeah, I was really not in a good place, and um, you know this podcast was a big, really big reason why I'm not in that place anymore. You know what I mean? Um, making making it to fifty episodes was huge for me. You know, like that. What that was something that I I'm gonna keep it real with you. When we started this podcast, I didn't really have any expectations to see how many episodes we would do. See again, you know low I mean? expectations. Right, and the fact that we hit 50 consistently, you know what I mean, was is, is pretty cool. Um, selling out all of the Rolling Louds that we did this year, whether it was in Japan, whether it was Miami or Oakland or in L.A., um, selling out in Australia that's next year's in two hours, like, Rolling Loud is, is such a huge brand right now, and the fact that the beginning of this year come to now I think it blew all of our expectations like I don't think we any of us knew um what it was gonna be I mean yo like my father doesn't follow this festival at all you know what I mean and he told me he called me the other day and said that 
they were talking about us on two on two different channels at the same time. They were talking about us on CNN and Fox News. Wow. Like, like that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's such a huge brand. So like I, I'm very very proud of what this brand has become. Um, and that I'm still you know I'm, I'm still part of the the main core. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's my personal top moments. Wow. So did we like were you kind of depressed at the same time? <laughs> or like was it yeah. like earlier this year, like early summer? Summertime? I would yeah, say, like, was, the first and second quarter. My first half of the year was just sucked. Like, it was just really bad. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it... So, for my top moments, it'd be around, um, like, the beginning of the second half, where I started getting more inspired again in terms of art and realizing that I should just do whatever I want in terms of art and doing it and with I had a lot of help from Wilson um, getting back into the groove of things (coughs) and I was able to do a few art shows like all in the second half of the year ending it with Art Basel was was amazing and something that I wouldn't have been able to um, predict at all starting this year out Um, we um, also going to Cuba was really cool um, because I feel like it's one of those things where it seems really hard and inaccessible to get to um, and it's something that Matt and I have always wanted to try out and it was totally a different it's like a different type of vacation where it's more of like an adventure you're kind of cut off from the internet and I'm just proud that we were able to really experience what we got to experience and it was like our first like trip like that on our own without knowing anyone else in like a a place where like we don't understand the language completely um so i think that was that was important and um last one is my promotion at my job get becoming creative team lead leader at pepper inc yeah um this year was a lot of like trying to hone in my skills of like managing people and like working collaboratively in like a leading and a leader role and like it's so it's so different from what I had been used to because it's a lot of like learning how people learning how to interact with people in a way that inspires people in a way that's like constructive for other people and it was like learning a new language in a way and it it pushed me to like realize like I need to just be more I need to be more direct I need to be more assertive with like what I think is the right thing to do so I just feel like overall 2018 was like about building my own confidence in like Mm -hmm. in my art in my job in being a leader in just doing what I think in like what I confidently think is the right thing to do at that time at least so that's why I'm so excited for 2019 because like I'm coming in with like so much confidence and like this important experience and with supportive friends so yeah I promise that's the actually no that's not even the last time I'm gonna be cheesy cuz cuz we still have a full category of cheesiness <laughs> next which is yeah. what's that Wilson this is actually Wilson's idea <clears throat> it's our top friendship moments <laughs> of 2018 uh, 
I think we should go back and forth for this one. Sure. Okay, so you mentioned this earlier, but it was our 50th episode. Um, definitely a top friendship moment because, one, we accomplished something. Two, we got to record in person. And three, we got to do it surrounded by friends and new friends and old friends. Yes, we had guests. We had guests after after 50 episodes. We finally had guests. Yeah, and being able to look back and, like, seeing that we were able to do this podcast without, like, needing to rely on, like, guests and just, like, coming up with content together, I think was, I think it's a big deal because, you know, we're, like, we're doing this. We're doing, we're we're officially legit. (laughs) Um, But it was, it was fun, the 50th episode. And we had t-shirts and everything. Um, Yeah. Um, Bouncing off of that, I'll say, like, just in general, like, our live episodes, like, we made it work. You know what I mean? Like, we, we... We actually, after two seasons of not um, being able to record in the same room, I think it was like three times we ended up having to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we made it work, and it finally happened. Yeah. Was that was this season the first time we recorded in the same room? Yeah. Wow, and we did that a bunch of times. the seasons, yeah. Wow. Um, besides recording in person... Hanging out in person, you know, whether it was hanging out in Miami or karaoke. Um, every time we do karaoke, it brings us closer. It's important. If you ever, if you guys ever need like a team bonding or like team building experience, do karaoke. Facts. Um, my second one was uh, linking up with Anna to make Cat's birthday playlist. Oh my god. Oh yeah. How did you do that? Did you call each other just like? <laughs> I texted her and I was like, yo, like, I'm trying to do this. And she was so about it and we made it happen. Yeah, I remember, like, trying to upload the playlist or, like, adding stuff to the playlist and seeing that there was already music there and it was already posted. I was like, what? <laughs> but- yeah, yeah, she, she was adding to a playlist and I was adding to a different playlist. So funny. My, my next one actually has to do with that but um worlds colliding you know you talking to anna and like the 50th episode and um going out to karaoke and just having like your your friends meet my friends and mm-hmm. we're all becoming friends <laughs> um yeah it's like nice. it's always like a ne- the next step in a friendship is a world colliding yeah. and sometimes worlds colliding can be terrible and not something you want to do, right? When you that's true. That? But that's in true. this case, worlds colliding. George Costanza and me is always very cautious of where the worlds colliding. But 2019 was for the most, or 2018 for the most part was a very good year for worlds colliding. I love it. I personally love it. And then I end up, I end up like usually regretting it later. Like, oh no, now it's weird. But no, <laughs> this was great. Um, so, okay, your next. Okay. So my next one is. When Kat the other day brought me an awesome T-shirt and a delicious <gasps> cronut for Christmas. Yeah. What did you think of the T-shirt? I thought it was sick. And that's his Christmas that was, present. That was sick. Yeah. If if it wasn't being like washed, that I'd like get it right now. But I have to like put it in the dryer. Got to um, 
Oh, well, the fact that you already wore it. So it's a t-shirt, and it has, like, um, like some of Wilson's favorite horror movie icons on there. But they're, like, illustrated in a way. They look like, well, um, the, what are those collectibles? The, um. Pop. The, the Funko. Funko. They look like the Funko Pops. And they're, like, all yeah. lined up. And I'm like, wow, this is Wilson as yeah, a t-shirt. Sick. Like, you snapped. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my last one is that one time we played Fortnite, like, remotely. And <laughs> um, what is it called when you play together? And squads. So it was me and Wilson. And there was a time where, there was one time where I actually saved Wilson from being shot at. Yeah. Maybe that's more of, like, a top moment for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's my top moment. But, no, it's also, you know, a testament to teamwork and collaboration and friendship. Fortnite playing. I didn't need need to play Fortnite after that because I was like, wow, this is the one experience that I really needed to have. (laughs) This is saving you. Okay. So I have two more. Okay. Um, Watching the diplomats of the future at Rolling Loud. Oh yeah, I Those are cool moments. for some reason like I, I just haven't seen Wilson like dance that much, but you like to dance, Never. but no, but you were really getting down at the diplomats. Well, that was like I was watching a concert. That, you know what I mean? That was that was my that was my that was my concert to watch. It was the diplomats. Yeah, he was rocking out, and Future coming out, and then Nicki Minaj was there. Like that was. Finally, make it to making it to a Rolling Loud and being able to see all those, especially from like the VIP area. Yeah. Friendship. Exactly, and um, also trying to get Cat not to be washed during art Basel. Oh, that was a fail. <laughs> that was a fail <laughs> on my part, but overall, friendship, top friendship moment for sure. Wilson tried; he did try. Um, but you know, twenty nineteen is going to be the year where we go to Miami and do all the nightlife things. I just have to sleep for, like, most of the daytime. Facts. Coming Facts. in with a plan. I had an honorable mention, too. But I think you already mentioned it. What? It was karaoke. Yeah. We didn't have as many karaoke nights as I would have liked. So, hoping for more of those in 2019. Yeah. Definitely. But, I think it's time for... <laughs> Our cringe moments. Our top cringe moments. So, of course, as usual, we have to end our legit list, like our other episodes, with cringe moments of the year. And we're going to just go through our top five um, cringe moments that we covered over the course of this over the course of this year. So, um, why don't you why don't you go ahead and list yours? The worst rap battle ever. The worst what? Rap battle ever. Worst rap battle. But you don't expect it from me. I don't get in trouble much. (laughs) I'll break a bottle, charge like a flash of lightning, and put neck to neck. You think giraffes are fighting. You get injected hard. I don't need a hockey stick. I'm cold snapping with the bars. I'll eat a coffee crisp, dumb bitch. You shit on a line of mine? You curse my writing? But you said... I got hands on that nine and five, I'm perfect driving. 
<laughs> Bitch, can you drive? <laughs> can you tell time? Wheel and come again. Attend to that line. You yeah. Um. That was, that was. Really, I feel like most rap battles are are pretty bad. Like, unless you're really good, they're most likely going to end terribly. Gotcha. Um, number four is the, the one with the spoken word. So, uh, you're going to do a spoken word for us now, right? Right. And uh, tell us what we're about to hear. It's just a freestyle. Okay. I'm just going to think it up as freestyle. I Freestyle. Well, let me sit back. Go ahead, Marshall. Okay. Years ago, they tried to, years ago, they tried to put me in the, oh, this is a lie. Mm -hmm. Did you want to try to read something from your book? Yeah. Okay. That was bad. Oh, the spoken word that was like really trash. The throwback one where he was about to start spoken yeah. word and then he yeah. forgot everything. Yeah. Well, because it was a spoken word freestyle, again, anytime it's like you need to freestyle, if you're not good, it's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. Um, there's no in-between. Um, the one where Trump was going to, uh, where he stepped away from the mic and was going to fight that dude. <laughs> the CNN interview, when he's yeah. talking about CNN. They're hundreds of miles away, though. They're hundreds and hundreds of you miles away. That, that's I not an invasion. Should, honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings well, let me would be ask, much better. If I, if I okay, may ask enough. one other question. Mr. President, if I may, if I may ask Peter, one other ahead. question. Are you worried? That's enough. That's Mr. enough. Mr. President, I, well, that's I was enough. going to ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. Excuse me. That's enough. Mr. President, I had one other Peter, question. If go. I may ask on, on the Russia investigation, are you concerned that that you may have I'm not concerned about anything with the Russian investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, That's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation? Mr. President. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. I, I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. In, in, go in ahead, Jim, Peter. Go in, ahead. In Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts well, his Well, I'm not a big fan of, of yours either, so I understand. Know, to be honest. So let, me, so let me ask you a question if I can. You repeatedly you said. Are, you are the best. Mr. President, you repeatedly, over the course okay, of. Okay, just sit down, please. Well, when you, when you report fake news, no. When you report fake news, which CNN does a lot, you are the enemy of the people. Go ahead. Mr. President. Yeah. That was <laughs> the, the, guy was, the guy was talking back to him and then he like stepped out of the mic like he was gonna fight him. Yeah. Um, um we're definitely reaching um the point where Trump is actually no, I don't know. Every time I think like wow, Trump is just like he no one can like now people have to see how ridiculous he is like he's reached that point where like everyone has to agree that this guy is crazy um but actually i'm going to take it back because i don't think that'll ever actually happen until he's out of office um I, the the brett kavanaugh shit where he kept, he kept mentioning beer Repeat All right. that in a public hearing. I will. I will. Could I just ask one more question? Redacted information about that. Okay. Drinking is one thing, but the concern is about truthfulness. 
and in your written testimony, you said sometimes you had too many drinks. Uh, was there ever a time when you drank so much that you couldn't remember what happened or part of what happened the night before? I, I, no, I remember what happened, and I think you've probably had beers, Senator, and and so. So I, you're saying there's never been a case where you drank so much that you didn't remember what happened the night before or part of what happened? That's you're asking about, yeah, blackout. I don't know. Have you? Could you answer the question, Judge? I just so you that's not happened. Is that your answer? Yeah, and I'm curious if you have. I have no drinking problem, Judge. Yeah, nor do I. Okay, thank you. Yes, that whole interview or interrogation. Yeah. Um, and then my last one, which is my most cringe, is Nicki Minaj going at story uh, at not in her story. Um, no, yeah, Stormy, that's her name, right? The little kid. Um, which one? When, when she's going at Travis Scott and kind of... Oh, yeah. yeah. That was really bad. Whole nigga of the week, of course, is Travis Scott. Woo! Travis Scott on Thursday when he realized the Queen was about to have the number one album in America... He and his label decided to have Kylie and baby Stormy put up a uh, tour pass. He had her go and post and say, hey, I can't, me and Stormy can't wait to see y'all. How are you selling something that does not have anything to do with your album, but it's being counted on Billboard as album sales? But what we're not gonna do is have this auto tool man coming up here selling fucking sweaters and telling y'all he sold half a million fucking albums because he didn't. And it's a lot of rappers behind the scene that want to talk about it, and they're scared. But, sweetheart, I'm not scared. I'm legendary in these streets. Um, Nicki Minaj did not have a good year. <coughs> nope. Like, she really didn't. Things, you know, looking back, I mentioned she was at Rolling Loud. Like... That was... I'm glad that we got her there before. Yeah. Her. Yeah, there, there was a point where, like, okay... It's like okay, so you're at this, you're you're doing a surprise appearance at Rolling Loud, and like everyone kind of knows that you're more on the poppy side, but you're at this hip hop festival. People are going crazy. Uh, maybe you're going to maintain your relevance, right? Um, no, things just got worse. I think it's when yeah. she starts like she needs to stop picking fights with people and just. I think I think that she she dropped like one of the worst albums this year. To be honest, mm, I kind of like that one song with um, Playboy Cardi, but it was okay. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that no. ain't it, Chief. That ain't it, Chief. Um. So any, yeah. Hopefully, I don't know. I I feel like she's she she'll need a very strong comeback if she's gonna be able to come back. But I don't know, like, I feel like, you know, Cardi B just keeps getting bigger and bigger and just kind of yeah, being left in the... It, it, like, that doesn't, they don't have to go up against each other. There could be two and female acts, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a matter of her getting her head on straight, you know? That's true. Um, do you have any advice for her? Um, yeah, make better music. Oh wow. 
No, that's fair. That's very fair. I almost trash cat. It was so bad. I actually am realizing I didn't see the whole thing, so. <laughs> um, or I didn't listen to the whole thing. So, um, okay, I guess I will now go next. Um, I actually have more. Let's see. What are my... I'm just going to do all of them. So, you already said a couple of them, so I'm just going to replace them. But my Wait, top replace them. I wasn't allowed to replace crazy rich Asians. Well, we're not going to replay the cringe moments. Oh my gosh! All right. We're not gonna have t the same clips played twice. So, um, all right. all right. My top cringe moments. Remember Lil Tay? This Lil Tay. Let me tell y'all something. This shit costs more to your rent. My toilet costs more to your rent. Everything in my bathroom costs more to your rent. And see, it is my closet. Everything here would be designer, Gucci, Louis, Versace, and also, when I was six years old, I lived in Atlanta, and I was broke as hell, but one day I woke up, I said to myself, I ain't gonna be broke no more, so I got up and I started working hard, moving bricks, and now we be living in the hills, see that view, y'all don't have that view, and I be holding your mama's rent. This bag cost me a Lamborghini, and I work hard, so if y'all work hard, y'all can accomplish your dreams just like I did. Ooh, Lil Tay out here booing in the trap house, me and my Billy buzzing on a whole lot of gang shit, and we be moving bricks. I'm only nine years old, but I be flexing your mama's rent. Fuck the Smith and Wesson, we keep a big chopper on us on the streets. Bitch, if y'all try to mess with us, I'm gonna shit it on your mama. We had a whole lot of gang shit. <laughs> this is little Tay. <laughs> I'm only nine years old. Anyways, um, youngest flexer. Youngest, youngest flexer, flexer on the streets. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I kind of miss little Tay. I'm not gonna lie. I always forgot that she existed, and now I'm gonna have to go back and see, watch his videos, and see what she's up to. Um, I feel kind of bad for her specifically because it was. I think it was just like all her brother and her her mom doing this um yeah so hopefully she doesn't grow up completely ruined but <laughs> the next one um that commercial that pam was in for her new tv show okay mm -hmm. it's time it's time to answer the big question is a hot dog a sandwich no well i mean it does have bread on either side but no lettuce no, no, I mean, I mean, the big question everyone's been asking about our new show, Splitting Up Together. Oh, it's Tuesdays on ABC. True, true, but not that either. Okay, people are so excited that you are back on TV, but they love Pam so much, you know, and I'm not, like, I'm... And you're not Jim. And while you are, in reality, not Pam, but an actress who portrayed her brilliantly on a show people loved. I think people will really like our characters as a couple. Yes, a no longer a couple couple even. And Pam fans, you should know that Oliver is so sweet and awesome on this show, you really should give him a chance. <laughs> Thank you. In your face, Jim! <gasps> I'm just kidding. He's kidding. Oh my gosh. So, she's actually Pam, so Jenna Fisher, she's in a new commercial for like Spirinoff Ice with um who's the guy that's in um The Good Place? Um Ted Danson. Ted Danson. So they're in a commercial together. I hate that guy. You hate that guy? Yeah. Why? Is it cuz he did blackface? Because of, because of curb. Oh. 
okay, so I, I have strong I have a strong dislike for Ted Danson ever since then. Wow, okay. I mean Ted Tan- Ted Danson his character on curb or his Hey man, he plays himself. Okay. <laughs> he plays himself. So Jenna Fisher is on this commercial and she's supposed to be like America's sweetheart. And so I'm happy for her that she like is getting role the commercial because I want her to succeed. Okay, I really do. But the commercial where she has this new TV show and she's talking about her um, husband character on the TV show and saying how, okay, he's not Jim, but I promise you, he's still great. No, it's a no for me. Um, I love how Jim is doing so much better than she is. I know. And why is that? He is popping right now. He is popping right now. He's like, they're saying that he's going to be like... Like Mary Poppins? Because his wife is in that movie? Wow, Wilson was really mad at me for saying that. Um, as what you were saying? That was so bad. That was so cringe. No, it that wasn't. Fits it was pretty that good. It was pretty clever. Okay. No, he's he's like I was reading that he's gonna become like a, he's gonna start doing superhero movies too. They're about to make this guy to like the next Rock. You know what I mean? Is it bad that I still only see him? I mean, I really enjoy A Quiet Place, obviously, but I still see him as Jim, and I can't. I nah, can't I shake it. I don't blame you. I hate that I can't see him more than that, but I'm happy for him. I want them both to do well, okay? I want both of them to do well. But uh, her show sucks. Does it? I thought it was renewed for a second season. I mean, that doesn't mean anything necessarily. But that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I just heard people say that it sucks. Um. So the next one <laughs> is um, the MMA fighter guy who was getting interviewed. What's his name? Tito Ortiz. You know, lastly, Chuck feels like he stole your thunder, and this is sour grapes from you. Like, uh, it's personal because, in a way, you're jealous of him. How does hearing that out of his mouth uh, fall on your ears? Jealous of him? This guy can't even put a fucking sentence together, man. Are you kidding me right now? He's he's reaching for he's reaching for those grapes. He's trying to make his wine, and the wine's already signing. Like a violin with that cheese and wine. Um, we'll see you on November 24th. Yeah, love that interview. It is one of the best cringy things um, that I've seen in a while. Uh, Millie, Millie Bobby Brown on Drake. How she's gushing over him and how we find out that they text. It's weird. What about your relationship with Drake? Tell me about your friendship. How did this all come about? I love him. I met him in Australia, and um, he's honestly so fantastic and a great friend and a great uh, great role model. You know, we text. We just texted each other the other day, and he was like, I miss you so much. I was like, I miss you more. He's coming to Atlanta, so I'm definitely going to go and see him. I'm so excited, yeah. You and Drake? That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. What advice does he give you? Like, what does he say? Uh, about boys. He helps me. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's wonderful. I love What's him. What's his advice with boys? You know, that stays in the text messages. <laughs> this one... Drake, Drake has just had a cringy year. Yeah, he did. It started off really strong, and then it got kind of weird at the end. Especially with Kanye's telling people that he threatened his family. I mean, he did. He did? How? Yeah. Do you know? Can on, you... on sicko mode, he did. Well, legit, the checks over stripes? He, no, that wasn't the threat. He legit... All right, so geographically, you have to bust a right 
to get to Kanye's house from Drake's house. They live around the corner from each other. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, yeah. So he legit said that he was going to pull up on him and he's going to bust a right and all this and that. He legit threatened him in the song. Oh. And also, if you, if you go back to um, Drake's album and you listen to Mob Ties and 8 out of 10, and not, now knowing what you know about what Kanye said, and he legit threatens Kanye's life. Is he is he saying that Drake is going to use his mob ties to yeah to yeah. <laughs> destroy Kanye? Um, He's gonna use Jay J Prince. Jay Prince is part of some mob shit. What? Yeah. Um, I know that this was not a category, but TV shows <laughs> TV shows that didn't come out in 2018, but were still um, great to watch 2018. Sopranos. Okay, that's it. Um, my <laughs> last my last cringe moment is the reporter who tried but didn't really try to pronounce a name a city in spanish the caravan of mostly central american immigrants is now in the mexican city of Guadalajara tonight where it has um, <laughs> i forgot about that one that is probably my top favorite cringe moment of 2018 that was good. That was real good. Um, I can't. I don't even want to imitate what he said. Lock it I can watch that clip over and over again. That was one, that was our part of our fiftieth episode cringe moment. Yes, it was. So that it just was. makes it even more special. <sighs> um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. We made it through twenty eighteen better than we were. At at making it to twenty, making it to twenty eighteen, we're, we're we're better off now, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I would I, I would say that I'm a better human being now than I was then. I I would say I agree, but I meant like for myself. But both of us, I think, as I said earlier, twenty eighteen, growing, had to go through, had to go through some like some downsides to really like make. <laughs> to realize things, as Kylie Jenner said a couple years ago. Just so, it's just a year of realizing things. Um, but no, I, I feel like 2019 we're going to go in stronger and I already have like ideas on what I want to accomplish which is great because going into 2018 I had zero um, really direction. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. And so I feel like, you know, I know what I want and I have, I know that I have what it takes to get what I want. Whoa, that was a good line. <laughs> so I, I kind of want to end this off. Can you, can you tell me your New Year's resolution? Okay. What's your New Year's resolution? Um, okay, my New Year's resolution is to continue doing improv. Um, I have, I want to, um, I want to also not just take improv classes, but like do some sort of, like performance thing. I don't know what it's gonna be, but I want to like use my improv skills for something um, directly. Not I. I mean, when you have improv, when you do improv, you like gain like you know communication skills and stuff like that, presentation skills. But no, I want to do something more like directly tied with improv. I don't know what it'd be. Um, and I want to do more art shows and more exhibits and possibly like public art shit. You know, like. I just want to get more involved with that community um, and also in general just making sure I'm a good leader with my new role yeah um, I feel you and rollerblading 
rollerblading. I want to make sure that I actually use my rollerblades. Um, I, I think a big a big part of last year's goals for me was that I set my goals way too low. Like to be honest, like same. I I I accomplished everything that I said I wanted to do th- this year and like by like August. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And like I was, it, it kind of made the rest of the year seem like whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I kind of want to set the bar high. Um, I, at the end of next year, like, I, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, I do think that I will end up in a relationship. But in order for me to get there, I, I, I think next year is going to be the year where I become wealthy, not even just financially. I'm talking about wealthy mentally. You know what I mean? Wealth, wealthy in health. Wealthy, mm-hmm. wealthy all around. And um, I I'm mentally prepared to do what I got to do. You know what I mean? Let's get Let's this get bread. Let's get, get this bread. bread. <laughs> it's very it's it's time. Like yo, like I've I've done too much to not move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. I've done too much this year. I yo this year I've worked my ass off. You know what I'm saying? Like I legit worked my ass off this year and. I think that next year's a year where I start eating off of what I worked, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and I, that seems like a very vague goal for me for next year, but I think that that's the best way for me to keep it is vague, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think I, I, I'm sh- I've shared specific goals with close people, um, people close to me, but um, those are what I just mentioned generally what I want to do but I do have some specific I guess like benchmarks that I want to hit but I'm I'm just excited that I have those benchmarks laid out and like knowing that I can that those are doable too so word um but yeah uh this wraps up our 2018 as officially legit it's been officially legit year it has been see three seasons down 50, I guess this could count as 54th, 54 episodes down. Um, we did the guest thing. We did the in-person um, episode recording thing. I think, you know, what's next in 2019? I know you're going to hate this, but we should do something live. But we'll see if that happens. And maybe, potentially, what about events? I don't know. The, You know, their possibilities are endless, but I am really proud of the stuff that we accomplished this past year. Yes, absolutely. And I want to thank every all, every single one of our listeners. Thank you for getting us to this point. Um, I love everybody. Uh, Kat, I appreciate you. Matt, I appreciate you. Um, you know, this year, thank you. Thank you guys for making this year great for me. Um, and we're, we'll be back, actually. What is it, January 9th? Uh-huh. I think yeah, so. Yeah, so this is a very short period. This is literally <laughs> a week. This is literally a week away from next season, but we had a few weeks before we put this this out, so um, it was it's been a good break. And yeah, I hope everybody had a happy holiday and um, a happy new year coming up. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, MySpace, Fortnite, and all that at WZ Happening. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Catlim Design, and on Facebook at Catlim. All right. See you guys literally next week. (laughs) See ya next year. Bye.